Hey, if you like what you're listening to, head over to patreon.com slash theflowerhour to become a breadhead for only $5 a month. You'll get an extra bonus episode of the show every week. Plus, uh, you'll be doing your part to help uh, support uh, me and and, uh, the show. And I'd really appreciate it. Uh, Love you. Bye. You ready to go? I concur. I encourage, right? I encourage it. Okay. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Heck yeah, man. You all good? I'm hearing, I'm hearing some noises. Okay. Hearing some. You're, you're in a safe space. You're, you're hearing noises. Yeah, I heard some noises in your background. Hang on, let me. Hmm. Okay. Any noises now. Yeah, that was perfect. Cool. All right. Let's. If you're ready to go, I'm ready to go. Right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Flower Hour. I am joined today by my special guest. Uh, you know him as uh, Rob Wisman on Twitter. Uh, it's Rob. Hi, Rob. What's up, everyone? How's it going? That's all good over here. How uh, how are you? It's a nice, really fucking hot day in the middle of March, so I can't complain. Do you, do you like the hot weather? No, I do not because I'm a fat guy and I love wearing jackets to mm-hmm. mask my disgusting contours of the body, you know? Yeah, and, and when you wear a jacket, no one knows you're fat. Everyone thinks you're real skinny. No. Like, I enjoy the idea of using a jacket as like a cocoon that I can wear all winter and then come out as a beautiful butterfly after mm-hmm. losing weight up until the summer months, but... Thus far, that's never happened, so yeah, maybe next year. It's bound to happen. Maybe 2018, I don't know. Yeah, 2018. 2017's already uh, shaping up to be a doozy, so uh, uh, yeah. next year. It's always next year. Now, uh, oh, yeah. I, want, I wanted to ask you, Rob, uh, what, what is your, your most treasured bread-related memory? It would probably have to be... Uh, Last summer, I saw a news story. I think it was June. Pretty sure it was June. Uh, I saw a story about a deli truck uh, full of deli meats collide with a bread truck. I forgot where it was, but I remember this happening. Like, just like at the peak of this fucking election. I had just gotten dumped. Like, nothing made sense anymore. And then I saw this, and I'm like, this universe is fucking with me at this point <laughs> nothing matters anymore there's no way this actually happened were, and, were, were there any casualties were there any serious injuries no okay. i don't think so well, that's good do you were, were there do you know what kind of uh what kind of breads and meats were involved exactly uh let me pull the article up i have it right here please it's in new jersey Oh, Trucks slammed each other. So it's Gabagool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one was hurt, but it does not tell what kind of bread or meat. So still no. remains a mystery to me. Yeah, they, they didn't tell the best part of the story. So I think um, <clears throat> some poor poor reporting. <clears throat> so. 
Absolutely. But I, I just remember this story because it was, I was just losing my fucking mind this day that I saw this and like nothing made sense anymore. This was at the height of 2016, just slowly becoming the shittiest year on record. And I was like, I saw this and I, it, nothing made sense to me at that point. And I hope that's uh, you know, bread related enough for my, anecdote sure yeah that's that works for me uh what you know you said it was a bad time of the year 2016 notoriously a a, a bad year um what yes. what remains um to be the worst part of that year the worst part of 2016 probably the fact that like, i didn't even realize it until like a couple weeks ago 2016 there were no new episodes of rick and morty or nathan for you like the only two things. Wow. And neither of those shows put out anything in 2016. And I don't blame them at all. Yeah, I think that was the first time in history that those two shows didn't have episodes in the same year. I know. It was fucking awful. Yeah. Like, that was... I mean, that would have made the year, like, slightly better. And <sighs> it never came. You don't... You, awful. Awful but, fucking year. Now you said you can't blame them, but in some way, don't you think they have a responsibility to to release the, the creators of these shows? Don't they have a responsibility to to release episodes in the time of such peril and pain for people? I mean, I would call it responsibility, but what would you call it? I mean, like I like a lot of people like love a lot of people lead, uh, love my. Twitter and I fucked off right after the election. That's true. Because I couldn't deal with this. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't blame them at all for not wanting to, you know, make such fantastic television in the shittiest year of all time. Okay. I mean, I can understand, but in a way I also have to kind of blame you like, um, because, you know, we had all this, this horrific pain and loss and the misery and just, uh, you know, a collision of terrible calamities, and and uh, you know, I, I I log on to uh, www.twitter.com and I'm looking for the latest uh, Rob Wisman tweets and to brighten my day, and they're just not there. And uh, you know, there's just there, there's so, even, I'll, I'll be back eventually. Please, like, give me give me a, give me a couple more months, and uh, yeah, I'll come back. I, okay. I, I gotta I gotta have a pretty good return tweet. If I'm gonna come back though, like. I cannot phone that in. Yeah, that's true. There's going to be a lot of buildup. Uh, hell, a podcast is going to come out with you in the meantime. Just going to create even more unbelievable hype. Yeah. Shit. So I hope... Uh, I, I, a lot of people think I'm... A lot of people on Twitter think I'm dead at this point, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I gave no notice. Like, usually people like, um, I'm out of here. Then they... Pace Ben, yeah. They, then they leave for uh, two weeks also just not me though i'm much happier without it yeah um that's definitely much. been been uh been my experience when i've per- uh, periodically left twitter um life is better uh you feel, you're more fulfilled um you know you, your fam- family and friends you you interact with them more you you find more life like, out there i feel like i'm like much like because I, I write, and I feel like it's so much better because like, without Twitter, you're not constantly 
just needing in need of uh, just instant gratification for any joke you come up with. Like since I quit Twitter, like it's just for me, and like I get to mull it over and not sit back and watch a bunch of fucking imaginary numbers go up, and it's ah, oh, it's it's beautiful. I recommend everyone quit Twitter for at least a couple months. Seriously. Everybody quit Twitter. Um, stay. Uh, keep uh, subscribe. To, uh, subscribe to the Flower Hour on iTunes in the meantime for for all the updates. Um, and and the Patreon. Absolutely. Keep keep throwing money at that. Um, but yeah, leave Twitter definitely. That's a no brainer. Yeah, it's a shithole. Ever since this uh, new thing rolled out, where you can request your own, uh, like to be verified, like that was a big. Nail in the coffin for me with Twitter. Yeah, uh, like the fucking the fucking balls on some of the people like <laughs> thinking they need blue check marks. I'll see like a guy like I'm a contributor for the Rusty Spoon or some shitty blog, and I'll be like, oh, cool. I thank you for verifying your identity. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you actually. Oh. Clearly, Twitter has decided that this is going to be their way to uh, remain relevant, is to just give out, much like the imaginary numbers, to just give out these imaginary check marks to people so they stay on the, the website. Yeah. Uh, and, and now the big thing that's really annoying to me is the fact that every uh, the verified uh, tweeter is uh, catapults to the top of every tweet reply thread. So Yeah. And that's that's produced the absolute worst content in the history of Twitter. It's like, is is that what happens? Is like, if you have a check mark, are you more? Are you the first reply under Donald Trump's tweet? Yes. What happens? Wow. So if you if you go to any uh, Trump tweet, you'll see, um, you know, fifty or sixty blue ch- uh, check mark guys. You know, Keith Olbermanning it up. You know, with the sir, have have you no, have you no have decency? You know yeah, you see at least twenty guys who uh, each have collectively seven hundred followers with trek with uh, check marks. Like, like Ras Cass, one of the greatest rappers of all time, he is not verified on Twitter. Mm. Yeah, like who the fuck do some of these people think they are? Like seriously, that I that shouldn't bother me as much as it did, but it did. And I was just like, man, the hell with this place. I, I can't deal with these people anymore. And uh, for what it's for what it's worth, I bet you could you can get verified very easily if you actually wanted to. You have a lot of followers. You have a, a real name. Uh, you you have you've written things. You've been in videos. You've been on award winning podcasts. So I think um, I think you're good. To I, I, I mean, if that happens, I would prefer it be the old fashioned way where. Twitter approached me and went, "Hey, you're you're kind of famous," and I'd say, "No, I'm not." Mm-hmm. And they said, "Well, we we gave one to everybody that we gave one to the janitor at BuzzFeed's office. So here's a blue check mark, dude." So is that how that yeah, worked? That, it was it was literally Twitter had to initiate the the thing. Is that what it was? I think I, I think yeah, like pretty sure they would contact you. I've never. I have, I have no idea how it works. Or I think you could, uh, on the down low, I think you could buy a blue check mark if you really wanted to, like on the black market. <laughs> Pretty sure you were able to do that. 
when when you think of the, uh, I think I know a few people. When when you envision a black market, um, you envision a lot of shady shit. But I don't think anything's more shady than paying money for the blue check mark. <clears throat> yeah, it goes like like to me, it goes uh, uh, child pornography, then blue check mark, and then maybe human feces. Just by those are the. Those are the three most embarrassing things you could purchase on the black market. Yeah. There's like ISIS beheading videos, um, a blue check mark. Uh, Seriously, like, I, I don't know what, like, it's it, the blue check mark is the fucking puka shell necklace of the internet. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. Like, everyone has one, and they don't even know one. That's, wow. It's, See, that's a, like the that's, new the that's new, the new cool thing is to not have a blue check mark. I'm not going to tweet that. No, that is a good tweet. It's it'll it'll do well. I can see. Uh, let's see, seven thousand faves. I'm going to guess on that. And um, what you're going to get is you're going to get a lot of uh, a lot of guys with check marks retweeting it and then being like, you know, hey, guilty as charged. Um, it was another thing. Like uh, I had notifications on my phone. For like when people I followed on Twitter would interact with me in some way. Yeah. And then anytime someone with a fucking check mark interacts with you, it notifies you of that. So just all day I'd be getting these people who I don't know or care about just popping up on my phone. So it started with me turning off the Twitter notifications on my phone. And then slowly I just stopped tweeting. And life has been so much better since again. Can't recommend it enough. Everyone quit Twitter. What have you been filling your time with? Do you have uh, Do you have some fun hobbies? What, are you um, you whittling wood? I love watching. Uh, I love watching Bob Ross paint. That's like my new mm-hmm. favorite thing in the world to do. It centers me. It's so relaxing. I love it. Yeah, he's uh, a. Uh, people love him, and rightfully so. He's like. Always surprised when he starts painting and the uh, the end result. It always uh, blows me away. The guy's good. I know. I, I always feel like a lazy piece of shit watching him, though, because I don't like In the time it took me to microwave a Hot Pocket and to eat it and then check my phone, Bob Ross created a fucking landscape just out of nowhere. And if mm-hmm. that doesn't make you feel like a lazy piece of shit, nothing is going to for real. So what you've you've replaced the misery from Twitter by watching Bob Ross and being miserable. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so that's so your hobbies remain the same, basically. At least with like Bob Ross, like watching Bob Ross, I I have to like figure out why I'm miserable when I'm on Twitter. Like I know why it's because I'm just surrounded by assholes mad about everything, screenshotting tweets and like. Oh my God. It's just, it's just too much. Yeah, Bob Ross, he can, he paints one thing in the span of twenty minutes, and I can I can deal with that. You know. You know what really bums me out is I like to um I like to think about people like Bob Ross and just uh, other uh, people from the past. You know, icons in some respect. Uh, imagine them still being alive today and on Twitter, and uh, how terrible their online presence would be. 
I know. Like, part of me, like, I know this sounds horrible, but, like, part of me is glad Mitch Hedberg died before he could get a Twitter account. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like it, it would not it would not be that good. Everyone loves to say Mitch Hedberg would be so good at Twitter, but no. There's, there's no way. Yeah. He would be above Twitter, first and foremost. Well, the problem is, you know, there's a the, the the people don't understand the humongous difference between fucking stand up and Twitter. Um, like, can you imagine it? Like, when you go on stage and you do a bit, it doesn't work. Like, okay, I'm gonna keep working on it. It might take months going up there. Can you imagine a guy like mm-hmm. tweeting out the same joke every day, but just worded a little bit differently to like get it? But it's like, well, that one only got thirty four five phase. So tomorrow, I'm gonna aim for eighty. And just every day, yeah, that's been off. Because a lot of like I know a lot of uh, <clears throat> like a lot of comedians they'll they'll just go on stage and like read their tweets like I've seen this before and like how awful would it be if Mitch Hedberg like just over the span of a year tweeted so many hilarious one-liners and they went up on stage and just used those you know mm-hmm. we already we already know the jokes would be fucking awful man. Yeah, but he was uh, he was definitely great. He was um, I remember being really obsessed with him in in his uh, in his prime, and uh, I think just like uh, you know, kind of like Bill Hicks, who's you know looked at as such an icon, but uh, in Bill Hicks today would have been just a, a maniac, like on Twitter. Uh, well, in general, because you know you know that that theory about him being uh, Alex Jones, um, mm-hmm. and that's not too far off from what I think the reality. Like I I, was, I don't believe that theory i think that's um extremely stupid people think that but yeah uh he would he would be like, like he would be like um like kind of like dennis leary or uh, one of those types who's who, who's no longer funny like bill hicks after 9 11 would have been that would have yeah. been, been rough i don't know i, I mean who knows? his like I, I would love to have hear, heard his donald trump bit like yeah I think I think he would have brought nuance to that nobody else has, honestly. But uh, he's got uh, bad hair, and um, he's got he's a looks like a Cheeto, um, which are both really. Trumpet. Uh, this is uh, this is me um, com- oh. coming up with my own unique spin <laughs> cool. on Donald Let's Trump. Yeah, he's uh, he looks orange because of um, his. Uh, his uh his love of tanning. Political comedy needs to die just a horrible death <clears throat> like yeah. soon. There are only so many orange objects in the world and so many dictators last name yeah you can put together to call Donald Trump. And we're we're already out of him and it's fucking March. Yeah, and we got uh we got at least uh seven more years of this, so um <sighs> Yeah, we gotta we gotta like br- shit. Do some brainstorming. Like it's it's not funny anymore. Like the the world is it's not as inherently funny as it used to be. You know? so. Well, Donald Trump jokes were were no longer funny in like 1998. He's been around oh, so goddamn right. long that there, there's nothing new to uh, unearth. He's extremely rich, extremely stupid, and he's fat and dumb and ugly. Like. Like no joke, anyone like writes at this point could be funnier than just the fact that Donald fucking Trump 
is the president right now. Like, mm-hmm. like that that bar has been set so high just by the fact that he's the president. You you're not gonna write anything funnier than that. We are living in an unfunny hell world because the biggest punchline ever just happened in November. And that was my guest, Rob Wisman. He is uh, a very interesting fella. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that uh, brief little uh, uh, teaser of, of uh, this week's episode exclusive for Breadheads. Uh, head on over to patreon.com slash theflowerhour uh, if you want to hear the rest of the episode. Plus, you can hear uh, at least one bonus episode every week. Um, you know, and uh, more importantly, it'll help uh, support the show. Um, I'm, my, my wife is, uh, chiding me for the amount of time I'm, I've, I'm spending on this, uh, stupid little podcast. So any amount of money will help, uh, but especially the $5 a month amounts of money, that would be a very terrific amount of money. Uh, well, bye. <laughs>